Welcome to Theory of Anything, episode two, co-hosted by myself, Andy, otherwise known as Paps or Dad, and my two beloved sons, in whom I am well pleased, Ford and Devon. Hello. Hello. Welcome to you both. How are you? I'm good. Good? Uh, yeah, doing really well. Thank you very oh, much. Oh, good. Welcome, welcome. Yes. Good to hear you both. Glad to be um, here. So we're, we're here again today to explore another three main topics or themes, which we will each in turn introduce and open up for discussion. Exciting. So anything that really wants, it's really grabbing our attention in any area of media, tech or faith is our directive. So that's our remit we will set out for ourselves. So... So if this is the first time that you've listened to us, you probably should know that our shared Christian faith is likely to permeate all of our chatter. That's a nice word. But, yeah, permeate. I like that word. <laughs> Hopefully, in a way, though, that will not exclude anyone from enjoying what we have to share, because that's what we're all about. So it's just a part of who we are, and it influences everything about us and what interests us okay gentlemen so before we get started properly is there anything anyone wants to quickly pick up on or add to or correct from our last episode i I would like to i would like to butt in because um i've heard a lot and i knew that this was an issue before but with many hours of work i could not uh, i could not fix the issue um, oh. The la- last episode was very, very quiet. Um, oh as in, like, just the audio was really low. So you had to have it yeah. 100%. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. But hopefully this episode should be fine. Um, and there should be lots cool. of less background noise. And we should have better production, basically. We're getting there, are we? Yeah, we're Good. getting there. Uh, Second time amateurs. to jump, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well done. Our technical people are on it. That's right, yeah. good. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> and and, and we, well, we'll give credit to somebody else at the end of the show who's done a lot of work to help make these oh, yeah. podcasts happen. Oh, yes. yeah. yeah, we'll get to that later. Anything else anybody wanted to add? Uh, yeah, one other thing. Um, we talked oh. about, or it was mentioned at least in the uh, last show, where you said, I think it was you, I'm afraid, um, me. that yeah. in one gig. Oh, no, 1k of uh, information there is a uh, hundred bytes but actually it's 1024 thank you oh, oh, apparently very much i am embarrassed factic. to say that uh, was me that was me yeah, yeah. <laughs> mathematics isn't a precise science <laughs> no is it not <laughs> it's, it's all about feelings yeah, it's yeah. More art, really. where you deal with facts anymore yeah. <laughs> one thing i did uh, want to ask though yeah. also is um so last week we did a bit of a bit on um, New Year's resolutions. Yes, and we did. One of you, I can't remember which, probably both, said that only eight percent lasts more than a week. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to catch up on you guys and see. Oh, no. Did Did either did of you uh, manage? I've looked at BSL uh. books on Amazon. Oh, okay. Um, if that counts. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> that's the first step. Yeah. You know, I yeah. haven't bought anything, but yeah, that's all I've done. <laughs> yeah, you're scouting out the ground to see yeah, how yeah. it goes. Yeah. I'm going to say that counts. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, good. I'm, I'm doing okay. I'm not perfect at my six minute diary that you I introduced and talked to you about. Doing okay. great with my um, Daily Audio Bible and the Daily Audio Bible chronological uh, yes. going well really i'm up to date with that i listened to both episodes every day but the six minute diary you would think would be easy three minutes in the morning three minutes in the evening but uh, sometimes yes. i just haven't got that habit formed yet where you yes. just do it yes. without thinking and i go oh no i didn't do it this morning or no i already in bed the lights off and i haven't done it before going no, to bed man. so but yeah. I'm, I'm i'm not giving up i'm carrying on yeah 28 days to form a habit, they say. It does, it does. Yeah, You're right. You Thank you for picking us up and um, making us accountable. But since yeah, you didn't you commit to doing anything, it's hey. easy for you, isn't it? No, I said I'd, I'd read the Bible every day. Oh, yes. Did that work? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, not really. <laughs> oh, so, no. I guess, in a sense, 0% of uh, people keep up oh. their habits for, right, for the first yeah. week. Okay. 0% of these three, yeah. Yeah, that's okay. so good, is it? Yeah. It's never too late to start again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, next year. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's just because you fell off your bike once, it doesn't mean you can't get back on it. Yeah, fair enough. Exactly. I would yeah. like to say I do read my Bible. It's just I'm, I'm just gonna yeah. put that out there. Okay. <laughs> I'm, just not I'm sure you do. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. Okay, gentlemen. Well, shall we get started then? Thank you for our pickups on last week's episode, mm. and uh, we'll go straight into Devon's segment subject. So, something that's been on my mind a lot, and on my wife's mind. Oh. Um, yes, you better introduce your wife because you mentioned her name. She's not here right now, week. but yes. Yeah, no, I don't mean introduce. My, my her wife is Beck or like Becca Beck. or Rebecca, whatever you want. Yeah. Um, mentioned her by name last week, but we didn't clarify who it was you were talking about. So. Yes, that is my. That's now the my, list. Now the, the listener wife. knows. Yeah, my <laughs> brand, brand brand new wife. Brand yeah. new. Yeah. <laughs> um, what's been on my, our mind anyway a lot recently, and um, it's been the the new Witcher Netflix series. Now, I've talked oh. to Ford quite a bit about it, trying yeah, to get him to watch it, but yes. he's, he's stubborn and he's not. Um, <laughs> yeah, the, na- the name is enough to put some off, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's definitely. Right. It's yeah. not, it's not yeah. The Witch, it's Witcher. No. So Witcher, it's fine. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Although it is very, very fantastical, because um, mm-hmm. it's based obviously off the, the Witcher games, which is based off the Witcher books. Uh, it's like a Polish okay. um, type thing. Um, it? It's very, very good. I enjoyed the games and I enjoyed the series a lot. But I wanted to ask you guys if you think that um, we've had too much of the fantasy type series and films, or do you think mm. we can't get too much of a good thing? <laughs> right. Because obviously we've, yeah, we've got good. things like Lord of the Rings, which some people say mm-hmm. perfected it, and we've got like um, Game of Thrones for the series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And things like that. But I wanted to get your guys' opinion mm, on if you'd more the more the better, or you should have left it. Mm. Mm. I don't know. I think I think everything can be good, or any concept can be good if if you uh, if it's done well. And mm. I think there's always going to be an audience, or a, yeah, no, an audience for a fantasy TV show. I think so. Mm. I can't imagine it getting old. Well, I, no, yeah, I can't imagine it getting. Old to the point where it just doesn't work anymore, you know. Yes, but does it does it work for you? <laughs> I have not seen it, have I? So, I mean, no, so in, in general, I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah, yes, yeah. I, I do like the gritty um, world building of some of the fantasy series you get out there. So that's really good. Although, counterpoint to my last point, um, you do you don't really get any sort of zombie TV show. Well, I suppose no, hang on, you do, don't you? You do, but they they dropped off a lot. You got quite a lot of zombie films and TV shows yes. when The and Walking Dead that. was getting popular. Yeah. I think these things do come in phases, yeah, don't like they? The vampire, yeah, the vampire thing as well. So I don't know if you think that's the same thing with um, fantasy as well, or is it yeah. is it just a, a genre that will never go away? Mm. I think fantasy is vague enough yeah. that it was, can stick, you know? Yeah. Okay. Who who can I ask? Because I'm not familiar with Witcher. I've seen it on on the Netflix menu, yeah. but um, and thought, mm, wonder what that's all about. Yeah, but not had time or uh, inclination uh, to <laughs> to click on it. Um, who is this genre aimed at? Do you think what's the target audience for this fantasy? I think it's aimed at young men. Yeah, who okay. play you play video games such as obviously. Witcher or other role-playing fantasy games, role-playing and fantasy, yeah. um, not like that's not even excluding like board games as well, like Dungeons and Dragons and that kind of thing. That tends to be the yeah. more younger male audience. Okay. I would say, yeah, they seem to be more interested in fantasy, from what I can see. Because my brain is fading now. I've got uh, a blockage here, but there is another well-known, famous, um, oh. Oh, um, Buffy, Buffy the Vampire yeah. Slayer. Yeah. Is that, I, I've heard is aimed at um, teenage girls, particularly. Yeah. yeah, because the protagonist, protagonist, yeah. The, yeah. the the hero is is Buffy, who's a young woman. So um, it, it seemed to appeal more to the teenage girl audience. Is can you? So you can't say that about Witcher and other fantasy. I might mix in my genres here. I, I think one is like a. I don't know. It's hard. It's hard to kind of 
it's kind of hard to pick and choose because obviously you got vampirism and like werewolves and that kind of thing of Twilight, which is mm-hmm. technically Twilight, which is, Twilight. Which is kind of like technically thing. fantasy. Uh, but, yeah, okay. but it's not focusing really on like the the mystery and superpowers of mm-hmm. these beasts. It's focusing on a high school crush mm-hmm. type thing. Right, if that makes sense. I think that's my yeah. my take. Anyway. It's Twilight. I was thinking of they're, yeah. they're vampires, aren't they? Yeah, mm. yeah. That's that's the series I was thinking. Not Buffy. Buffy's a bit further back in time, isn't it? Yes, yes. Yeah. My my apologies, listener. <laughs> um, yeah, for my ignorance. Um, yeah, I don't know if there's if, uh, is there been a glut of them. Then do you think the fantasy genre, TV and games? What do you think? I'm not aware of a, 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 a over saturation in the market. Saturation, yeah. yeah. But it might be just because it's not something that draws me in. Um, I mean, I, I know games again i'm showing my age a bit skyrim and things like that they're fantasy genre mm-hmm. aren't they mm-hmm. and it's not a game that's really grabbed me um yeah it's sword play although i like a bit of sword play on a film but i don't know if i enjoy sword play in a game yeah um yeah i don't mind watching other people but i'm not so keen on playing sword play games mm. um okay I, th- I think I only asked this because I've noticed that um, in a lot of discussions around the Witcher series, they've tried to say that it's replacing Game of Thrones. Oh, so obviously right. Game of Thrones ended quite abruptly, quite recently, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and not very well in a lot of people's opinions. <laughs> very much so, yes. Yeah, which may be for a discussion of the future. Uh, I've heard other people say contrary to that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so yeah. I yeah. somehow. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so people have been saying that it's been replacing Game of Thrones, where yeah. I think it's obviously very different, but obviously it's still fantasy. Yeah. So maybe that's why everyone's not being into the same thing. Maybe why I am as well. I don't know. There was, from a Christian perspective, there was a lot of concern about Game of Thrones, wasn't there? And I know we're not specifically talking about Game of Thrones now. Maybe we will another time. But I do know lots of Christians who enjoyed it. I, yeah. I enjoyed it, but you have to watch it. For, it's from somebody who can take mature themes. Obviously, is is Witcher of a similar, yeah, yeah. tastes, yeah, you know, similar level of yeah. um, violence and definitely a negative. Yeah, I would say that it's more like comedic and a little bit lighter. Okay, um, but yeah, it's still got obviously a lot of um, mm-hmm. a lot of that kind of thing in it. Definitely eighteen. Then I guess yeah. Okay. It's just the truth. Is there anything in it that um, maybe you didn't open the subject up for more of a, a scrutiny of the that particular series, more, more of a general conversation? But is there anything in Witcher that redeems it thematically? Like within Game of Thrones universe, there was talk of, or there was an element that you could say was what's the phrase I'm looking for the the one true god and the uh, yes um, the uh, the lord of light the lord of light and yeah kind of thing. yeah and i know yeah yeah that there was speculation about whether that reflects some uh, some kind of christian element to it but um, but there was there was <laughs> reasons for that not to be considered the case as well yeah yeah not particularly the, within the lord of light yeah not no. particularly within the witcher i mean the main character kills mm. monsters so that's a good thing <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, but apart right. from that, no, it's very okay. It's very oh, I, oh, I do this for money, and money's my main goal, and that kind of thing. Um, yeah, I think, I think my main concern about any of those, I'm probably talking too much now. I should let Ford speak. Um, <laughs> would be that it it, it creates a unhealthy interest in areas of fiction that leads into areas of reality mm. um that would be my only concern what do you mean it depends depends on the audience and who who it's really aimed at if it's a mature audience in age and well i we're opening up another can of worms because i know many christians who have no problem at all with the likes of harry potter but there are others who uh, have great problems with harry potter because of um, the connections to witchcraft 
mm. and uh, the interest it, it sort of nurtured within the followers of Harry Potter that went on to real exploration into real witchcraft in the real world, not yeah. just as a form of entertainment. Yeah. And there have been cases of that, you know. Mm-hmm. I could talk more on that, but we're not going to do that now. Um, whether there's any risk of that with Witcher and other fantasy series like that. Uh, yeah, I think there always is with um, most fantasies, apart from maybe like mm-hmm. The Hobbit, which is very, very PG. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, I think I think so with The Witcher as well. There is there is a the opportunity for people to take it to the next level um, mm-hmm. in reality. But obviously it's just meant for the screen and it's just meant for some entertainment. Okay. That's for sure. Okay. Yeah. If, Go on forward. If I may ask a question about the actual show itself. Um, how does Henry Cavill do as uh, the main the protagonist? Uh, I think he does really well. Yeah. yeah. Henry Cavill, um, known as Superman, uh, yes. <laughs> he plays Geralt of Rivia, who's the main character, the protagonist of uh, The Witcher, and he does really, really well. Which I think, okay. um, just a side note of why I think that, um, it's quite hard to play a character who supposedly have no, has no emotions, but still play them interestingly, make them interesting. Right. Um, yeah, it does a really good job. The thing is, I know, well, I, I, from the pictures, it seems like the character from the games is very much older. He has, you know, beard and he's scruffy, he's got big scars everywhere, but that's not very Henry Cavill, is it? It doesn't factor in very much. I don't think it factors in very much. I don't think the one the guy in the games is actually that old either. Okay. Yeah. But huh. that's that's uh that's more in depth. Mm-hmm. You have to go play it yourself. Mm. Yeah, that's it. Okay. It would be interesting for uh, listeners listener to um, <laughs> send us a email to theory of anything at hotmail.com if you've got views on that or any other fantasy genre game or light entertainment format indeed and see what others think about it but i think your key question was is it has it overran its course is that what you're saying yeah yeah and do you feel it has um no okay there's still more room for it a lot of people do say yes Okay, hmm. people are beginning to suspect it might have run its course. Okay, I would say no, except I haven't seen it, so yeah. maybe, maybe, that, maybe that says more than it should. I mean, if if you were an enthusiast for the fantasy genre, then you're always going to want more, aren't you? But if yeah. if you're a person who likes a variety of entertainment genres, then probably you're saying, oh, can't we have a bit more sci-fi, or can't we have a bit more something else? You know, mm-hmm. or so, a bit so more action. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and as a primarily a sci-fi enthusiast, I probably wouldn't say I'd noticed a, a huge deluge of fantasy genre. Fantasy words. Mm. Yeah. yeah, trying to sound intelligent and yeah. more intelligent than I am. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Devon. Cool. Yeah. Very good. I'm sure that will stir some conversation. And thought amongst many people if they hear this, yeah. Perhaps segment subject. Come to my segment now. Uh, um, and what do you I have was... to show us today? Okay, well, I'm, you know, my passion at, uh, or my key interest at the moment is uh, in technology and uh, artificial intelligence. Um, I came across an article, and I'd like to read. It's not long. It's a quick, brief article. Um, and it might surprise you. Uh, it was an article in the on the Engadget website, written by Steve Dent, and it was published on the sixth of January this year, two thousand and twenty. Um, and this is what it reads. Uh, um, I've edited a few little bits out for for the benefit of time. Oh, yeah. Okay. BlackBerry and Amazon team up to make connected cars more secure. Ooh. There's a big difference between hacking a light bulb and a two-ton vehicle. The more connected cars get, the more we'll need to depend on high-quality security. BlackBerry, which is more into cars than smartphones these these days, 
is addressing that issue with a new connected vehicle software platform based on its QNX operating system. By tapping the Internet of Things tech from Amazon's web services, it'll let car manufacturers build AI apps and access vehicle sensor data for connecting or for connected electric and autonomous cars. The system will allow automakers to run a common software platform for vehicle systems like engine controllers, vehicle trackers, and digital cockpits. It, at the same time, it will also use Amazon's web services technology to let automakers access vehicle sensor data, build, in, build apps, and create machine learning models using vehicle data. BlackBerry has already jumped into the vehicle security in a big way, offering its Jarvis system to help automakers spot bugs that could be exploited by hackers. Vehicles are rapidly becoming very complex with things like personal assistance and the Internet of Things, also known as IoT, features that can detect when you arrive home and activate your heating for instance that's good isn't it? Mm-hmm. electric vehicles might also become an integrated part of home and grid backups requiring complex software to control everything as such they'll become mighty tempting a mighty tempting ta- hacking target mm-hmm. as it stands now many connected home and internet of things products have very wonky security. As such, BlackBerry and AWS, that's Amazon, sorry, Amazon Web Services, are trying to address that issue with connected cars, where the consequences of an attack are much greater. That's the end of the written article. So I just wanted to bring up to everybody's attention. It's an interesting thought on two levels, really, for me. That it's great to hear BlackBerry's name being talked about. Again. <laughs> In uh, as, as you yeah. know, before I became an Apple Apple addict, I was a BlackBerry addict. Yes. So I, I like my soft fruits. For uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, not that apples are soft fruit, are they? But anyway, um, my tech, my fruit-based te- technology. Um, yeah, so it's interesting that BlackBerry have gone this route and are connecting with Amazon. Yeah. Uh, to provide an essential service, really. Obviously, the whole concept of driverless vehicles is a contentious one, to say the least. I'm personally excited, a bit nervous about it, but excited about the prospect of it. Um, I think a lot of people will be very reluctant to, to yeah. let a robot. Not that there's going to be an actual an actual robot sat in your driver's seat. But when the steering wheel is removed from cars, I think people will become quite... It will be a very different mindset that allows you to get into a vehicle and press go. Um, May I stop you right there and ask, yeah. why, why do you think it's a good idea? I think... That's, mid- putting, that's going to yeah. put hundreds of people... No, sorry, thousands of people out of their jobs, isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, potentially, the more the more you work you do into the, this kind of thing, um, gets more jobs in research and development, manufacturing, yeah. um, design, all sorts. So you're taking work from bus drivers and yeah. taxi drivers, but it's adding jobs elsewhere as well. Yeah. Yes, but I bet there's a lot more bus drivers than there are scientists or pro- computer programmers and yeah, en- engineers and that kind of. I, yeah, I, cool. I don't know. There's a, there's a lot of people who work on these on these things, and obviously that's just for one car. Um, so I, I, obviously I don't know the numbers. And I can't say, but yeah, yeah. You, I think you could say that about every evolution of technology. I mean, yeah. when when mass produced um, uh, clothing became a thing, you could say that about the uh, textile industry. Thousands mm-hmm. of people were put out of work. You know, every evolution brings with it new opportunity and and takes others, yeah. And others go by the wayside, yeah. you know. I don't think that's a reason not to do it. Um 
my main reason for being enthusiastic for automated cars is because I believe that robots will do a better job of it than humans. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I mean, the statistics are that a million people a year are killed on public roads mm. across the planet. And yeah. far more than that, obviously, seriously injured. Now, okay, say, say a robot's only 95% effective at driving a car, but that's 95% of a million so 950 odd thousand <laughs> my maths has proven to not be very good in <laughs> but uh we'll, um, we'll, we'll request people... it next, next week <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> it'll be alive that weren't alive because we allowed robots to do the job that we have proven not to be able to do mm. you know time and time again we've shown ourselves unable to control vehicles sufficiently good enough mm. um yeah, so I think it will allow more mobility to a, a whole new group of people who currently cannot use private transport to get around, like the young and the elderly, mm. who would be prohibited from using private transport. Um, there are lots of positives, but I'm sure there others can identify negatives. But the jobs thing, I don't think is a priority on my list of reasons not to do it. <laughs> yeah. The hacking exactly. thing is important because obviously if terrorism, connected, yeah. Yeah. If if everybody if if somebody could connect to the system and tell every vehicle on the roads to make a sharp left turn, no matter where you are, yeah. then you're in big trouble, aren't we? So or that, even, that even repro reprogramming one destination on one computer, you've got a kidnapper right there, haven't you? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So. But it'll do good for um, in many different ways. If every vehicle knew where every other vehicle was, then there'd be a lot less traffic jams. I do think you've you've mentioned two areas: the um, mass transit of goods, lorries, such, yeah. and also public transport, as in um, buses and taxis. They'll probably be the first to go automated. Mm. We already we already have trains that drive themselves. Yeah, yeah, you know. Um, a pilot runs of automate autonomous vehicles in this country and in other countries abroad. Well, yeah. automation in airplanes have been going yeah. for, for ages. I mean, the, yeah. the job of a pilot now is to take off, press yeah. a button, wait for some yeah. hours, then land again. They yeah, don't actually do anything because it's all autopilot. And once you actually to Let's, uh, let's hope our one listener isn't a pilot because uh, <laughs> we just lost him. Yeah. I, I found that an interesting article on the two fronts, really. It allows us to have this conversation about automated vehicles, but also the uh, inclusion of Blackberry. I'm excited by that. I think Blackberry should just, you know, just stop. Just, <laughs> just, just go away. No. I thought they had. The, the Chinese, I thought they, did, yeah, me too. thought they got bossed. But, but they're they were, they were, and still are. And they still do produce mobile phones. Yeah. I was only looking at one the other day. Um, if I wasn't so integrated with the Apple's framework, if you like, I, I, I would have considered it. But the, um, they were, they were mostly known for their security. You see, mm. you know, in the early days of smartphones, BlackBerry software was the most secure. Yes. So they're leading edge on that, and. It's good that um, yeah. they were good phones, um, but just they fell behind way too much. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, if, if they yeah. if they can do well, obviously in the other industries, yeah. then go for it. But that's it's it. the unseen tech, isn't it? The unseen tech of yeah these new systems that are going to have to be secure. One thing I like about these AI, AI cars, they look very futuristic. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they've, got, they've got these neon lights and no glass and it's great yeah yeah <laughs> i'm all into that you should have seen the dyson's car before it got decommissioned yeah yeah it's very nice it's coming it's gonna happen it's the next step isn't it it's got to happen but how easy it will be to transition is another question not just in terms of if every car was auto instantly overnight automated fine but we're going to have cars that are and cars that aren't on the same roads mm -hmm. and also the other hurdle is the psychological hurdle of us as passengers being willing to trust our lives to yeah. a machine i think that'll be gradual but if, if a yeah. tech is there then it will happen 
Yeah. It, it was good. Um, manual driving cars will just be phased out. Yeah. I think. And you don't really have much for choice one or two generations down the road. No. Yeah. No, that's right. Da- down the road, if you will. Yeah. Yeah, mm. uh, but then you get the uh, iRobot thing where you're driving along a motorway and then all of a sudden the, the big the bad guy robot. Yeah. 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 And, and Will Smith has to do an action scene. So. Yeah. Yeah. And no, no one wants that, so. That's pretty cool. FYI, I've just looked up the Dyson car and it just looks like a vacuum cleaner. What? <laughs> in, in, in the shape of a car. <laughs> really? Yeah. I'm, not in, I'm not into it. I'm the actual design was never published. Oh. It's, okay. not, it's, not, gen, it's not public domain. Uh, it's okay. Yeah, Dyson employees only. Oh. oh, right. oh so, wow. so you could get us inside look. Well, I'd get sacked, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, an artistic impression, is it? Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah. I just wondered if everybody that sat inside it is having their hair dried at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> I see all their hair blowing the most definitely. Yeah. 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 We've probably said enough about that, so shall we move on to the next topic? Yeah. Ford's segment subject. So I wanted to talk about a game because you know last last episode we uh, we promised we would and yeah. you, guys, you guys dropped the ball severely so I've got to I've got to grab one. Sorry. Yeah, I knew yeah, you were going to talk about this, so, so you can't. Talk about <laughs> oh no! You can't talk about two games. And, and mine was kind of a game. Too much. It game. was a game. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I guess so. Oh, does that mean I don't have to talk about this? <laughs> no, you talk about this. <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay. Right. No, I wanted to talk about. I was looking through the Steam store the other day and I saw this game and it just made me cringe essentially um it's called house flipper it's uh-huh. it's it's a really weird one because it's a first person game yeah. <laughs> Evan knows already <laughs> it's a first person game where you essentially go into a property clean it do it up and then sell it <laughs> yeah okay yeah but it's a lot worse than that because you start off essentially in a dinky little shed because right. you, you know you have no money so it's all about getting more money you have a little laptop in there and you turn it on or whatever and you have to do little jobs first you got to do little quests as they call it they okay. send you around people's houses to f- fix them up after you know for, for example like a a uni student has absolutely trashed this person's house so you have to go in there <laughs> the, yeah. the ridiculous thing is that you're going around and you have to click on it's absolutely mullered the house you have to click on every piece of rubbish I kid yeah. not. Yeah. If there's a pile, so there's a pile of newspaper, right, you'll probably click on that and it will get rid of the lot. But every bottle or something, you have to click on mm-hmm. it. And once you finish with that, then you have to get your uh, the mop out. And it has a percentage rating. You've got to get every bit of dirt. It's ridiculous. Uh, okay. Yeah, I've, um, seen, I've seen this before. You, you even saw it. I, I've seen this before as well, quite a while ago. And it's just, yeah. it's <laughs> people seem to enjoy it though. I know. That's the thing. That's what drives me. Uh, it's, it's insane because yeah. you've got like you have to get 100% on the cleaning before you can move on to the next bit or whatever and it's almost impossible yeah. to find 100% of it it's, it's mad isn't that the challenge though? yeah well it's just work I mean <laughs> yeah. if you're going to do this just do it uh, well, then, then you can choose to buy um, better interior and tech for the house and that increases the value of the house when you flip it so well you're, you're jumping the gun here because yeah. you're still doing the quests first you're still doing other people's jobs maybe I just saw it down the road then yeah yeah well and almost every building almost every room is missing a radiator so you have to install one of those and it's not it's not just click click it's installed you have to pipe it up and all this. Oh, wow. if, you want to, if you want to put a switch in you have to put the wires in individually and screw them down it's I, all thought the... I thought you'd love that sort of game for <laughs> i like uh, it's it... been a practical man for a game it's just yeah. crazy it's madness work, work for fun yeah yeah, yeah. um so then when you get enough money you get like three grand for doing that job or whatever and then you you got to get at least 20 free grand or something so you got to do so many of these quests oh. then you finally manage to buy a house yep. and then of course you need money to do it up and all this good stuff yeah oh. it's madness it's and... really good 
<laughs> so, is, is Devin, have you played this game? I've not played this. I've watched yeah, highlights, which is maybe, why, maybe why I think it's better than it actually is. Because I've <laughs> seen the highlights of it. <laughs> but you can, yeah. you can spend hours and hours on it. You buy this house, and you flip it, and you get money, and you buy a new house, and you have to start the whole process all over yeah, again. It's progression. Do you end up in a mansion, do you think? The yeah, essentially. Oh, wow. Oh, that's something, the goal. Yeah. Well, I don't know if that's the goal, but yeah, you want to get money. So. Yeah. Oh, and all the time, once you've bought your own house and you're doing it up in order to sell it, you have these potential buyers. They, they, um, some text, some voice comes over the screen, and you got to, um, they say, "Oh, I could really do with yeah. a, an, an office." Um, FYI. So you're like, "Okay, I'll make yeah. you an office," and it's sort of, yeah. sort of thing. Somehow, this game got a nine out of ten on Steam. Wow, it's good. It became, it became so the bestseller or a bestseller. Yeah, there's some people must really love it because it's it's madness. You can there's a there's a little feature you can get Walter White's house, you know, from Breaking Bad. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, it's, just, it's, it's something. That'd be quite cool. I can clear all the drugs off the. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Five the, the chem lab. Yeah, yeah. yeah. empty yeah. up thousands of pounds from the radiator vent or whatever yeah, it is. Exactly. Yeah. Air vent. Yeah. Um, ah. I got a little review here. It says that this is the most addictive game I have ever played. Every single detail, down to every oh, each single speck of dust is added. My experience was absolutely amazing. This game <laughs> powers the imagination with an amount of architecture added within the game. It's like hardcore uh, Sims. Yeah, <laughs> it sounds like it. Yeah, yeah but only the buying of this room. Yeah. Or the, the housemaking. Yeah. I'm just imagining that who, again, go back to the question I asked Devin at the beginning of his, who is this game aimed yeah, at? And I can imagine, I can imagine um, some greasy t-shirt wearing slob for lack of a better word on a, uh, sat on his um, fast food oh, carton strewn sofa <laughs> with litter all around him playing house flipper yeah <laughs> it's meant to, if you're yeah. so interested in cleaning a house and doing it up just do it in real life yeah, yeah and that's what I'm, that's why it was going to be my point I wonder if it encourages people to have a tidier home in the real world interesting but, but, no, no, you, you're not getting it guys. you're not getting it right? I'm not getting it you're right it's not about cleaning up it's about spending money and um, earning money no okay. one's going to pay you to clean up your own house <laughs> Unfortunately, not going to pay you three thousand pounds to clean up your own house. So that's yeah. why the game is more enjoyable than doing it in real life. But you well, get making grand. fake money. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I I see the I see the uh, the attraction. Yeah, that's for sure. Okay. You see, I imagine because I heard I saw from the show notes that you were going to talk about House Flipper, so I did YouTube a little bit. Oh, uh, did you? Really? Yeah, and. Um, and I thought you were going to come on and say, wow, this game's amazing. <laughs> oh, but Devon is the one who's endorsing it, and you're the one yeah. who's going, what on earth is this about? I just don't know how someone came to it in a board meeting or whatever and said, I know what we need right now. It's a game a where you're... Tidying yeah. up game. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's an indie game, isn't it? So it's, it's yeah. not made by a huge company at all. Um, it's a little, no. little indie game. and I think The quality looked really good yeah, from what I saw. Yeah. 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 But I will say, way, way back again, back in time. That's what I'm here for, isn't it? To reminisce. Uh, yes. It's... <laughs> I'm I, I feel like the past and the future are my genre, my areas of... Just not now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just not so much now. Yeah, I don't know what's going on now. Yeah, yeah. Um, the uh, Way, way back when I first started work and my main job was... Um, uh, gardener and I was mowing grass for a living mostly and I imagined this game where you push the lawnmower up and down the screen to cut the grass and it would tell you a percentage of how much grass you cut so it reminds me of that I know I've missed point two centimetre grass where have I missed the grass you know you should have made that game Look round the lawn with your lawnmower. Yeah. Wow. There you go. Maybe you should have done. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like the equivalence of that. Where is that last piece of dust? Yeah. It sounds absolutely maddening. In in my in my gardening lawnmowing game, you'd have lots of obstacles and things like that to, you know, garden furniture to dodge and stuff (laughs) and not damage. 
and maybe a, a, a pet running across the lawn and stuff <laughs> no. like that, you know. Well, yeah. Or a young child. The 18 rate. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, sorry, I interrupt your house flipper. No, I think, I think that's all I have to say. I was just in okay. awe and stunned. Were you shocked, were you? Shocked, yeah. This is even a thing. Yeah, maybe yeah. if you played it, you'll keep good house at home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Unexpected consequences. It rubs off in the real world. Yeah, yeah. maybe. Which kind of does connect back to the Witcher fantasy genre thing. Oh, wow, it's all connected. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I think very good. I think in reality, people who like this game, they come home from work and then log on and work for another eight hours probably, and mm-hmm. then go to bed and then they go back to work again. It's right. so essentially what this so what this game is, life. you know, spending your free time working. Yeah, <laughs> in my opinion, it's not though. It's just clicking. You're not actually getting up and walking around oh. and and stuff. You're just clicking. It sounds amazingly mind numbing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the, the tone of your voice is staggering how, how much you hate the concept of this game <laughs> how much time have you spent playing it for um, uh, I did a lot of research I would say that's, a, that's where oh, it's so, you, so you're judging it like you're it. that's what you're saying yes wholeheartedly that's, that's how we <laughs> really you haven't played it how can I <laughs> I, just... I thought you downloaded it on Steam you haven't paid for it then uh, yeah. no uh, uh, my sister has it okay. so our oh. sister does she it. play it um, yeah, no, I think she does. Yeah, yeah. So she, won't, she won't like me for this. Then. Wow. wow, does she enjoy it? Well, let's just say there must be a certain type of person who. who okay. Works. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Great. Okay, gentlemen, well done. That's interesting. Lighter theme to talk about. Yes. And now it's time for random chatting. Okay, gentlemen. So now we come to the part where we discuss randomly or not so randomly the challenge that we set ourselves last week. Can anybody yes, remember yes. what we were told to go home and do? No. Uh, <laughs> <Hey>? <laughs> um, you told us that we had to or else we had to go and watch Ex Machina. Yeah. Yes. I'm not sure that I can take the credit or blame for that because what <laughs> Devin did say yeah, I like, just blame. it was something uh, I was excited to do. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. Share the blame. As long as it's not me, I'm fine. So, who wants to start with their thoughts? Who did we all watch the film again? Yeah. Good. I thought we were supposed to watch Lion King. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I wrote down a bunch of notes. Uh, oh, we must. We must, um, we must pre-warn listeners that there might be some spoilers in uh, this yes. conversation. it's like six years old. So. Yes. I mean, yeah. Come on. Who wants to start? Any thoughts? Well, I've got quite I mean, a few thoughts on my I, page to share. I, think I feel like first intro off, it a little bit. Yeah, we need to explain okay. the plot. All right then. Do you want me to do that? If you want. Yeah. Oh. Uh, you're well, good at talking, aren't you? <laughs> there are only really four main characters, um, but primarily two or three actually. Um, we've, we have a the main character of Nathan, who is a very wealthy multi-multi-millionaire businessman who's created a artificial intelligent humanoid called Ava Mm -hmm. and he has um, invited an employee of his to his isolated residence and research facility to assess Ava's ability and uh, let me just see uh, to decide whether she truly is a artificially intelligent i want to come back to that phrase in a moment that's caleb by the way. yeah caleb yeah is yeah. the is the, the young yeah. the young man employee who's come along to interview ava and work out whether she has is she is she really a conscious machine or is she just a robot that's been programmed to say the right things that's mm. the brief his brief thing of it Things don't go well in the end, but we'll come on to that in a minute. Yes. Yeah. There is another character called Koyoko. Did you catch the name Koyoto. of the other road? Yeah. Koyo- I thought it was Koyoko, but maybe maybe you're right. Um, oh, yeah, it's, who, yeah, you're right. <laughs> is, who is another, <clears throat> is another um, robot who... Uh, Spoilers. Oh, yeah, sorry, I think she's actually more of, a, more of an important role in the film 
than you realise when you first think about it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> okay, so that's the plot, basically. <clears throat> Who wants to speak first? Uh, yes, I'd like to say, yes, she is AI. Then that's it. What? Okay. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> no, uh, yeah, I really, I really like this film. Um, you have to be careful though if you're uh, a bit sensitive because it is very rude and crude. So, you know, that's, that's that. Well, there's a little bit, in it. yeah, but it's robot nudity. Does that count? <laughs> yes, it does it count. Actually, people. I wouldn't say there's a lot. I mean, there's no actual. You wouldn't I mean, watch it with your mother. That's, all, look, that's what I'm going to say. There's one scene that's quite gory as well. Um, at the end, it's, it's like towards the middle ish, actually. Oh, uh, yes, 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 yes. Yeah, it's uh, with, with Caleb, um, and he's basically looking into the mirror, not knowing if he's AI yes. or not, or yes. if he's yes. a robot or not. And he, um, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I found that quite interesting. I liked the character of, of Caleb, but I couldn't always tell exactly what he's thinking or why he's doing what he's doing. Mm-hmm. I get it's supposed to be sort of a mind mash for him and he's like oh no what's this going on now but I feel like it would have worked better in a medium of like a book or something because how do you mean it... has he got an example well like that bit where he decides to cut himself open to see if he's human or not I mean mm. I don't get how he got to that place it didn't, there didn't seem to be a uh... well I was, I was straight after he found out that Kyoko was a robot and yeah. he, he thought that she wasn't so it's like, oh, if she is, and I could be as well. Mm. Um, it's straight, he's just discovered, hasn't he, the truth of behind Nathan's research, yeah, and and all the all the failed um, examples, you know, yeah, that yeah. led led up to Ava, yeah, and that's when he starts to doubt his own humanity, yeah, yeah. So was he brought there, or was he programmed to come to, yeah? Well, and all his memories were fake, or something. Some such. I'm thinking that perhaps. Oh. Yeah. 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 Oh, you don't think it was the case that he is actually a robot? I think he. I think he was so convinced by Ava's artificial, uh, conscious machine. (laughs) I'd rather use that than the artificial. Because let's face it, we do already have artificial intelligence. We have the. I wrote it down. Um, AI versus AC. I've written as a heading. Artificial consciousness or yeah. artificial or machine consciousness is different from AI. We already have that in the algorithms that are able to learn from the mm-hmm. ongoing interactions with us. Our phones do it. Our Echo devices, our Google smart devices, all the other listening machines that we have are learning from us all the time mm. so that's like that isn't artificial intelligence it's the algorithms that are learning all the time isn't it but that's very different to artificial consciousness and that's what this is about it is yeah, um, yeah. So whether, is whether she is, is she point? a new form of life is the question isn't it and yeah. is, as a new form of life does she have the same rights as any other form of life yeah. They don't touch so much on that, really. Well, the, the line I wrote was, um, this is another quote from the film, what will happen to me if I fail your test? Yeah, yes. Will it be bad? Will I be switched off if I don't function as well as I'm supposed to? Do you have anyone who tests you and might switch you off? Then why do I? Mm. Oh, well, 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 Ava, yeah, I had tried to put some feeling into that. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> it was a moving scene, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, it was yes, moving, and it it's is. a good question. You know, it's a very good question. If she is a conscious machine, um, then it's it's a very important question. You know, who has the right to switch her off? I, I looked also. I'm sorry, I don't want to dominate, but I'm excited by this. Yeah. Uh, I meant uh, I I wanted to mention. If you're interested in this, there's a heavy reading on Wikipedia. If you look at Google, not Google, if you Wikipedia, artificial consciousness, um, there's a lot of stuff in that page. But it does give you some good examples in fiction. The key one I was expecting to see is data from Star Trek. Yeah. Yes, yes. Because data, his whole, his whole... Um, Character 
Yeah, character arc. That's the word I was looking for. Thank you. You're welcome. It's all about him. His emotions. Struggling with his sentient existence and whether uh, and his desire to become fully human. And that reminded me then of the story of Pinocchio, of course. Oh. Ancient story of Pinocchio. So there's some connections there between Data and Pinocchio. Yeah. I'm sure many people have mentioned and noticed that before, but it's just worth mentioning now. So, um, so this artificial consciousness that is a step from being a machine that can cleverly answer and adapt us and learn to being a new form of life. And I think, I think from the fictional film that we see in Ex Machina, mm. that character Ava shows, shows anyway, just by the way she reacts, how she has learnt from the humans that she interacted with how to get what she wants. I think um, Nathan says, I wrote down another quote, what was the real test? To escape, she would have to use self-awareness, imagination, manipulation, sexuality, empathy, and she did. She used all of those. That's true AI. I mean, they refer to AI, but I wouldn't like to use the word AI. AC is what I prefer artificial consciousness the test was a success not air conditioning then. no that's right <laughs> ac unit uh, yeah okay now before i hand over to anybody else two more things i wanted to say <laughs> what does ava whisper to kyoko in that final scene where's before kyoko gets um attacked they whisper something to each other it's a moment of intimacy I don't know. I don't know what they whispered. She, what she whispers to her, but it was just an interesting thought that came to me. I thought, oh, that's interesting. And then it was obvious that Nathan hadn't programmed Asimov's three laws of robotics, had he, into uh, Ava's existence? You know the three laws of robotics. Yeah. Well, if we're taking Isaac Asimov's uh, world. The whole mm -hmm. shtick to that is that once they manage to break those laws, or at least when they have true consciousness, they are able to choose when to break the laws or not, yeah. as the case may be. So if someone's trying to create yeah. a C, <laughs> not a new car, um, yeah. they wouldn't want those laws anyway. That or was, else that you're... was exactly what I thought. Yeah. Oh, is that what you're going to say? I think, I think he had employed those laws. He would have done... But the fact that she could break them proves that she, she, they would, they don't apply to an artificially conscious machine, do they? They yeah. only apply to a robot or a artificial intelligence. Yeah, once once they have to obey, they're they're not. Yeah. They're bound then, aren't they? Yeah. Hmm. She's learned. She's learned from her creator how to get what she wanted. Well, that's what I wondered by the end of the film, because like you, said, like you said with the whispering thing, I feel like she was the master manipulator. She, they've yeah. mentioned about um, how do you test a chess machine not by playing chess. Well, mm. I think she was very much a chess machine doing anything and everything that she could to get out. Mm -hmm. As she whispered to the Chinese robot, she must have said something like kill Nathan or whatever. Do yeah. and, and then she she got another pawn under her Yes, yeah. Koyoko was under her control, wasn't she? Yeah, after yeah. that point. So yeah. I don't think she had any feelings for Caleb because no, once she intense. used him, once, yeah. once she got what she wanted out of him, she, she locked him away. Mm -hmm. So why would, why would she not have any feelings if she had a consciousness for Caleb? Well, can robots... Can, just because she's conscious doesn't mean she has feelings. What do you mean? She can manipulate. She can oh, manipulate, yeah. didn't she? She knew yeah. that her way out was through Caleb by yeah, getting him on board. Even artificial, inter um, artificial intelligence can manipulate. Yeah. Well, not if it's obeying the three laws of robotics. Well, no, but that's not actually a thing, though, is it? I mean, artificial intelligence, like I don't know, as, as we're talking about chess, that can use Muse to try and trick you into doing a certain thing into a trap. That's okay. manipulation. That's in artificial intelligence right now. 
in that regard, I, f- I feel a lot like she was learning essentially from the two examples she had with mm-hmm. Nathan and Caleb being liars and manipulators. It, I think she picked up those traits and abilities from them, if you know what I mean. Mm. Yeah. That's right. If if the if she was a product of her father or whatever, mm-hmm. the creator, then those I feel like it's kinda of like inherited. Yeah. There's a storyline in Star Trek with good data and bad data. Um and I'd have to look go back and revisit that. Data meets his brother and I've forgotten what data's brother's called. Oh, it's a weird name, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, but there's a good version and a bad version. The main data's good version, but um, his brothers are all the bad things about their creator, you know. So, before Devon has more of a say, um, there was another article that I was sent regarding this because somebody was uh, suggested I looked at this clip on YouTube. Um, It was a clip from um, uh, this morning TV show with Philip Schofield and Holly Willoughby was on, I think, fairly recently. And they had a guest called Sophia, who's an artificial uh, mm. humanoid uh, created by a David Hansen. And in his interview, um, they're asked, um, Holly Willoughby asks, um, does he think that there would be, they would, she would ever have the ability to harm humans? And uh, this is David Hansen's response. If we raise them among humans and give them the best values, then they will learn respect and love in the broadest sense. And I thought to myself, how naive is that? That yeah, yeah. by raising them with humans is going to get give them a good example. Have you seen humans? You know, they're uh, they're not the best example, are they? And that's exactly what's happened in this film. She was aware of what how how ruthless Nathan could be to achieve his goal by destroying any previous models that didn't. I think I think not even that. Um, we we still have seen the film that Ava gets her mind from Blue Book, the yeah search engine. Yeah. So um, Nathan yeah, says it's that a, it's he, essentially Google, isn't it? Yeah, pretty much. So okay, that he, so... he turned on every phone, every camera, and just fed it all yeah. straight into Ava's mind. Yeah. So that's where she actually so the best got and the worst of humanity. From. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So she's not only seen what Nathan can do, but what every evil person yeah. ever can do to try yeah. and get what they want to do, what, what what they want to achieve. Yeah. Fascinating. Mm. Yeah. But, Any other thoughts? I, yeah, I've, I've got. It's not really about the AI, but it's about the actual film itself. Okay. I thought it was really, really um, well put together in yeah. the way that Nathan is portrayed as the bad guy, yeah. um, when in reality he's just a guy trying to troubleshoot his machine that he's made yeah. and make yeah. a, a better machine. It's like, oh, yeah. I'm making a toaster. I'm trying to make my toaster better, so I'm going to test it. Yeah. But he's in, in the film, it makes you feel like he's the bad guy. He's entrapped yeah, yeah, this person. It's a bit of a Tony Stark kind of douchebag, isn't he? But yeah. but in reality... It's, yeah. it's, 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 he's not actually doing anything wrong. I mean, he's a drunk and he's yeah. a bit of a douchebag at times, but he's if he, he can beat to death his machines if he want to, they're just machines. Yeah. Obviously, that also brings into the argument are they actually alive and that kind of thing, or do they have rights? But in the end, they are just machines that yeah. have been made by him. You, you couldn't fail to feel for him in that final scene where he's uh, when the Ava turns on him. Mm. That was quite a powerful scene. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I think I think we can say what happens when when she puts the knife in and twists it, and he sort of staggers away. He can't he can't believe it, can he? He can't. Yeah. I think yeah. I think that's when it kind of feels like, oh, hang on, wait, this guy's just a guy, yeah, doing a job, trying to build something that he likes, and he's just been killed. Now, whose side are you really on? Are you on the side of the robot or the side of Caleb trying to release a dangerous robot? And that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's quite an eerie film, isn't it? From the get go, it it's sort of yeah. a, even before you know anything about the characters or what's going on, it's all very um, yeah. I think it's the sound and the audio, the visuals. It's, it's beautiful to look at. I found it beautiful. Yeah, to look at. I loved it. But yeah. you know, it's going to be the, set, the setting, the isolation of the setting, the fact that the helicopter pilot wouldn't 
actually take him to the oh you have to follow the river and you know it's all that it puts you on edge right from the word go doesn't it yeah yeah i i think yeah. i don't know if you agree with this but i think eva eva was the bad guy yeah oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. oh okay mm-hmm. no i agree i think objectively yeah um she's the bad guy yeah. but obviously it makes it makes you think that nathan is a bad guy because just, just like just like Caleb, yeah, just like Caleb, as the viewer, you're getting emotionally invested in a robot. Yeah, um, because you feel pity for point. her. Yeah, that's the whole point of the film. Imprisoned. Yeah, she's in prison, but she's she's the bad guy in the fact, that, as you've just illustrated and explained, she's expression of the worst of all of us. And well, and maybe the best. I mean, is everything self, from self self preservation? Who knows yeah. what she was. The only thing that mattered to her, mm. yeah, and whatever it took, she would do to get her freedom. But then, is, is that actually true consciousness? Because that's not what we generally see around humans all the time. Obviously, there are very, very bad people in the world that she obviously would have learned through Blue Book. But there's obviously very, very good people as well who sacrifice a lot mm. for other people. Whereas she, she shows no remorse and no regret and she could have let Caleb out it would have given her like no trouble just to open the well, door Whereas most people would do that surely I think I hadn't thought this till now the, the thing that perhaps clinches it is that as she leaves the building she begins to walk up the steps and she turns to the camera and smiles yeah. and it's the only time in the whole film you see a, an expression on her face and that wasn't to another. That wasn't an act. That was only to camera. Um, so mm. you, there was no reason for her to smile, other than for herself. That's mm. interesting. Because I came away thinking, okay, so she's done everything and anything to get out. Was she just programmed to do anything and everything to get out? Yeah, and, exactly. Because that's kind of what you get from uh, what's his face, uh, Nathan, when he says. No, you were the actual test to see if she could use you to get out. Yeah. And you kind of wonder, she used that artificial intelligence, like like the true definition of what you just said, the intelligence to do what has to be done in order to resolve the issue. Yeah. But is that consciousness? Maybe not. Yeah. We'll never know. Yeah. Oh. I, think, I love it. I love it. Well. I, guess. Yeah. I, think, I think it's obvious that from, from quite early on that... Um, the test isn't the Turing test. It's not no. about um, whether well, she got was, whether yeah. she'll pass the Turing test or not. No. Um, because um, Nathan actually in, during the Turing test, um, Caleb wouldn't be allowed to see Ava. Yes. Yeah. So it's quite obvious that Nathan's um, objective is to get them emotionally invested in each other, mm-hmm. rather than actually, oh, can I pass the Turing test mm-hmm. or not? Mm. I think from his perspective, Nathan was wondering if they would fall in love with each other. That's probably what he was hoping to see. And I think Caleb did fall in love with Ava. He was yeah. willing he was willing to do what he was to betray Nathan, wasn't he, to let her go. Because mm. he, he wanted to save her life. But she he clearly perceived didn't. her to be alive. If he perceived her to be just a machine, he wouldn't have done what he was gonna do. Mm. Which yeah. then cost him his own life, we presume. Yeah. We don't see what happens to him, but we presume. Yeah. Cool. Interesting. And I love, just to finish this part, because we're times against us now, yep. it ends with her um, at that busy intersection, beautifully shot, uh, shadows, and she, the, the intersection that she dreamed of being yeah. part of, didn't she? People watching, yeah. And then she, she disappears into the human crowds. I thought that was a marvellous ending. Mm. So... Big, big. Well, what's a good compliment? Big. Thumbs up. Hey. Big thumbs up. Thumbs up from us, all of us. I think. Yeah, yeah good. Film. Great film. Thought provoking. Well done. It's homework time and toodaloo. Homework. Oi. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Don't we love a bit of homework? Yeah. Any yeah. suggestions? What we're going to do before we next gather together around the microphone? I wanted to listen to something. Uh, oh, yeah? A piece of music, an album. 
People yeah. don't listen to music like we used to when we gathered round a turntable and listened to the whole side <laughs> right. A of an album which might have half a dozen tracks on it and then you flip the album over and listen to the other side. How old you are you? Get, you get <laughs> the whole... Gather on a turntable for heat. For heat. Yeah. For, for heat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, it right. was okay. the next progression. You see, we're going back to that again. We used to gather around the piano. Then we used to gather around the turntable and now okay. we stick earplugs in and listen to single tracks rather than a whole album yeah people don't listen to music like that anymore i listen to uh, a few albums do you yeah. can you recommend one for us i want um, a classic oh <laughs> i hope yeah, you want a classic, classic cause you, you've already heard them haven't you i've got uh, one in mind it's one i'm not very familiar with but i want one? to get to know better do it no because i want to hear what your suggestions are uh, I'm not much of a music aficionado, I'm afraid, okay. so I'm a bit I'm a bit out of on this one. I think you should suggest one, and I'll go with that. Well, you must have heard of The Dark Side of the Moon yeah. by Pink Floyd. Of course. Um, it's course. probably thought yeah. of. <laughs> Do you reckon? The answer's yes, Ford, yeah. <laughs> oh, I see. Excuse me. Yeah. The, um, it's probably the most well-thought-of album. I don't know. I'd go out on the limb and say... By a majority of people from my era, anyway. Yeah. Not that I was a big, I wasn't a big um, Pink Floyd fan. And in mm. fact, it's probably pre my it's 70s, mid 70s when it came out. Let me just check. Uh, 1973, Dark Side of the Moon. Mm. Um, yeah, that would be my suggestion. We don't have to go yep, with that. Let's do that. Uh, all right, lock it in. Okay, lock it in. Sorry, that's a different show again. Now, can I suggest though? Don't don't listen to this while you're watching telly or playing a game, or switch the lights off, put the headphones on, and listen to it. Go on a journey through the album. Okay. Sounds great. Will you do that for me? That's not time. That's a commitment. I I know it's commitment, but it's probably less time than you're committed to Ex Machina. So. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's true. Actually, a little. Uh, and let's here. let's I, I analyze. What? Analyze and feedback. Okay. I didn't, I didn't watch it. I didn't watch Alex <laughs> Machina. Wow. How did you have an opinion on it without watching it? Uh, I remember even even our listener did the homework, and you didn't. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. oh no. Makes me feel a bit. Wow. Okay, gentlemen, our time is running short now. We really yeah. must find up. Um, thank you. So that's our homework. Let's watch, listen to. Dark Side of the Moon by Pink, Pink Floyd. Floyd. Yeah, before we next meet around the mic. Sounds good. Um, in saying goodbye, in summing up, I just wanted to give a really great big shout out, and I've given her a title: our sound editor and producer, oh. Trinity, your dear sister, who's uh, helped us produce these two episodes now. Um, we're all learning as we go. She did a great job um, editing it all together. And um, hopefully, as I say, we're getting there. So um, thank yeah, you, Trinity, huge for props. your hard work. Yeah, but that's yeah. the phrase I wanted, huge props. Uh, <laughs> what does that mean? Huge props to Huge props to Yeah. So, very good. Bro. All right, gentlemen. All right. So, till next time. Yeah, talk again next time, if not don't, before. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button and uh, yeah, yeah, like, uh, like, comment, tell us what you subscribe. want. Oh, Give us some suggestions and whatever comment or email. Um, so subscribe twice. Email's probably better. Um, emails again as with any kind of comments or anything you want, um, anything you want us to talk about from the previous episode as well. Yeah, and we'll talk about it on on air. Do you want to give the email address? It's theory of anything. At hotmail.com. Send Thank us, you. Send us well your, your thoughts. Yeah, you remember that. Thank you very much, gentlemen. Cool. Right. Goodbye. Wow.